Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, happy, happy hour. Why? What? Really bad week for Donald Trump. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that means it is a good week for America. I feel like justice has not come yet, but it is fucking a croc. Like a turtle. Yeah. And it's like mid croc, man. It's. Yeah. Dig it. Justice is looping up. Get your face up in that, Justice America. Yeah. I, okay. I just. We're feeling hopeful. Why? Get it. Because, uh,. This happy hour is the Jamie and Judy show. Yes. yes. <laughs> Let's not fun about that. First of all, anything could happen for America because it could happen and it did happen. The Judy Tenuta it, goddess, comedy goddess and cancer warrior yes. is on talking about her very inspirational story. She dealt with not just lockdown and you know isolation like all the rest of us whiners did. She's beat stage four ovarian cancer. Yeah. That's what she's been doing. During she's lockdown. fucking cancer shit up. Yeah. Right. She, yeah. What is, why are you so blue? I don't know. Why can't I be like that nice Rita Rudner? Yes. Anyway, she is an inspiration. And uh, Chairman Jamie Harrison, yep. who I was saying, I reached out to me personally when my mom, you know, uh, fell and hit her head and had pneumonia. And I was, you know, we had to reschedule him. Yeah. But that's what we have to do as a party. Like, right? He's, he's talking about how Democrats are reaching out and touching people's lives, whether it's capping your insulin at 35 bucks or the child tax credit or what have you, right? Yep. What have you? Everything that was in COVID relief that's in infrastructure. Uh, and so I, I feel confident when I talk to him. Yeah. yeah. That he is, and he, they are having voters protection uh, squads on the ground in every state mm-hmm. because uh, I know a lot of us are worried about voter suppression and all of that. So I, I'm feeling hopeful. Today's a hopeful week. COVID numbers are going down. Yes. yes. Right? We are, uh, I, well, I will inch back to normal life when anyone wants to hang around with me. Right now, it just, it's because of my personality. I'm still. Yes. You, you're in a personality-driven situation. Isolation. Right. Yeah. I'm in a personality-driven isolation. Yeah. Because no one's inviting me. <laughs> I'll be fine. Nobody help me. You're going to go hike that bike 75 miles. I am. Yeah, this weekend. I am. And it's five o'clock somewhere. Drink up, everybody. Get your face up in this happy hour. Yeah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. 
Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What did I say about, you know, things that could happen, right? And when it could happen, it frequently does. It when does. you can say, good morning, Judy Tenuta, comedy <laughs> goddess. Oh, hi, Judy. Hi. Hi. How are you? As you can see, I am the goddess of the garden this morning. Yes. <laughs> I've got my pink flowers. Yeah. You and of course, yeah. You either you had a horrible see. weed whacker accident or something. You are you were caught in a flower bed of some sort. Yeah. But yeah. That, there's worse things. So I'm happy about it. Not as you can see. Also, I have been struck blonde, Stephanie. <laughs> yes, you. Yes, you have. You you look like a like a homecoming queen that is like gotten caught in your I don't know float. Anyway, <laughs> hi, good morning, good morning, goddess. Yeah, good morning, Stephanie. Oh, it is so great to be here with you and be happy. And oh my goodness, as you know, I've been kicking cancer's ass. Yeah. Well, listen. Let's Woo! let's get to some rock star cheers for you. I, listen. You're going to make me cry because you've always been my hero, as you know, my shiro. You are a comedy legend, a god. I don't know. Multiple Grammy nominee. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows uh, Judy Tenuta as a comedy legend. But you have been battling stage four ovarian cancer. Um, Your recent viral video is kicking cancer's ass, shot entirely during isolation and quarantine at home. So we all thought we were having a COVID lockdown and loneliness and isolation and yada, yada. Right. Yeah. But you were also yeah. dealing with with cancer. So I, I and, and only you could make it funny. <laughs> well, it wasn't always funny, but, you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah I said, oh, I've got to, you know, every uh, you know, what's important is to have people around you who are always encouraging you. Like I have friends who would call me ever. Judy, what are you doing this morning? I go, well, I'm kind of moody. And they'd say, no, you're kicking cancer's ass. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So then, then I would get up and you know start doing all kinds of things to, you know, you got to be positive. Yeah. Leave. I always every morning I wake up. I'm, I'm healthy. I'm. I say I'm healthy. I'm loved and I'm blessed and I'm playing my squeeze box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, they haven't yeah. thought of that for stage four ovarian before is uh, more accordion, but clearly it works. <laughs> yeah. In well, test trials with you. Yes, yes, exactly. Well, I have great doctors, you know, yeah. that's number, I, we have to thank them. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and I just, I, as hard as it is, you have to really try to stay positive, you know, yeah. and any pig who does not support you, bye. Yeah. <laughs> goodbye to pigs. I think that's a good that, that's a good, you know, lesson in life yeah. in general. Goodbye to pigs that don't support you. Well, isn't that true? Yes. And 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 you know, some people I think they think they're gonna get it by talking to me. Right. Because I had some friends who've kind of gone away, you know. But yeah. that's okay because I had a have a lot of good people who do support me. So, you know, you just let them drift away. But yeah. yeah, you know, uh, you, you just have to. Well, 
you know, I, you've gotten you've yeah. got numerous accolades. Uh, it's become an unexpected battle cry. Your video for those who are experiencing not only cancer but other health issues, including COVID. You know, we all had COVID, and I thought, you know, it really is a thing about whenever you're feeling whiny. And I'm single, so you know, it's been a very long, like, lonely COVID lockdown. But it really is true. Like, you're someone you look at and go, "Shut up!" You've been dealing with all that and cancer mm-hmm. <laughs> at the same time, right? So it's it's everything's yeah. relative. When you're feeling, well, yeah, whiny. I know. I would get, I would get people who would, who would say to me, "Oh, Judy, uh, I know how you feel. Um, you know, I stubbed my toe this morning. <laughs> yeah, go hang yourself, pig. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah, how about a couple hours of chemo? Yeah. yeah. You know, but everybody's been talking. We've been having this conversation because we're we're just done with COVID idiots here and people that you know yes. that just don't. I mean, because here you are, you're immune compromised because of cancer yeah. at a time of COVID. So that's that's what do you make of this? Like, what is it? Forty percent of the country that just doesn't uh, give up about anyone else. Immune compromised people, kids that can't get vaccinated. Listen, I've lost a couple friends who refuse to get. Com- I mean, I. I'm willing to talk to them, yeah. but they don't want to talk to me because I am vaccinated. It's just like I'm your, you, I, I, I was hearing you earlier. Oh, yeah, I don't want blood from anybody who's been vaccinated. That's, what yeah. the heck? Yeah. I mean, yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I'm just saying you must feel it even more acutely. I didn't know what you were going to. I invited you came to my, which was so touching, my birthday party in September, mm-hmm. but it was outdoor. Everybody was fully vaxxed. But you oh, were, yeah. I remember at the time saying, I have to be really careful. And I didn't know what you were going through. And uh, God bless you, honey. Yeah. Well, I wasn't, I, you know, I didn't really say it until I, you know, but then I thought, you know, I got to make this video so people know I'm still alive. Because, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> some people, yeah, you well, know, so. That, that's what I did. Yeah. What? So what? Tell it. Take us through this. When did you find out was COVID already here? And what was oh, what, yeah. what, what was this like? This oh, last yeah. two years. Well, first of all, you know, I I was kind of afraid to go to the doctor because we were in COVID, right? Yeah. And you know, you're afraid to. Well, I was started uh, last year earlier in. I, I want to say in in February, maybe a little yeah. bit before that. And but by the way, I have to say I have a very strong. Uh, endurance to pain so that's bad it's better to be a hypochondriac (laughs) no i really mean that you i think oh that'll go away you know what i mean yeah yeah so um, i was getting pains on my left side and it was going up and i thought i talked to my brother i thought it was a kidney stone and my doctor verified it was a kidney stone but then she said oh but we found something else and you gotta come in and see the uh uh um, oncologist right. as soon as I heard that word. But I still thought, well, so what? You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, it doesn't mean that you have... So, but then he showed me the x-rays and I had a cry and then I said, but you know what, Doc? We're going to kick cancer's ass. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have got and a, an accordion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the doctor... Yeah, yeah, no. But you know, said- Judy, that's something that a lot of doctors are talking about that people have put so much stuff mm-hmm. off during COVID. I I haven't had my I'm way overdue for my mammogram. Same thing. I'm going like I don't for a regular maintenance thing. I don't want to go in in the middle of COVID, right. but you're right. It's right. like they're saying so many people are putting that off yeah. that it's becoming really a a problem. Yeah, that's why I I give I I I've known a few hypochondriacs and I said, "Gee, I wish I was more like that." Right. Right. <laughs> but but still, uh yeah, but um 
you know, I, uh, yeah, but I did go in and they did, I, you know, I went through chemo. I went through, I went through chemo, then had an operation in late June yeah. and then one more bout of chemo. And, uh, I stopped chemo September 16th and my hair is starting to grow back. But as you can see, I, I'm blonde until then. That's <laughs> what? That's a wig? How, I, so I would never have known until you told me. Oh, yeah, I, right. <laughs> <laughs> But so now are you, what phase are you in? Are you done with the chemo? Or are uh, you... Well, I'm in, I'm in remission. I'm in partial remission, but I still have to be treated, you know. Yeah. But, but, uh, but I'm going to see my, it's good. It's, I go in less. So I, I'm going to see my doctor in a month. Yeah. And they're just trying, they wanted to put me on. Oh, I don't want to bore people with this, but. No, you it's know. okay. We want to know. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, um. You know, uh, they wanted to give me this uh, anti, well, I, for lack of a less scientific, more, you know, uh, street talk <laughs> term, yeah. it's it's a cancer it's a cancer prevention drug. Okay, but it was bothering my um, my uh, uh, bone marrow, okay. so we can't hurt the bone marrow. No. no. So, but I was doing so well anyway. The doctor said, "Well, we're just going to keep a really good eye on you, and I've been doing good so far." So. Yay. Yeah, well, I, you you know you've always been a, you've been a comedy hero to generations of women, and oh, now you are just a, a an inspiration, right? A cancer oh, hero. It is, uh, yeah. No, I mean we. I don't know anybody, Jody. Do you? I don't know anyone who's not been touched by cancer in oh, their family yeah. or. Oh well, I know friends. Yeah, yeah. And, and many people write to me, and so I'm so happy that it it does help people because they say to me, "Oh, I'm going through this, and it helped helped me, and it cheered me up." But at the same time, it makes you. It, it's supposed to give you the courage to keep fighting. You got to yeah. keep fighting. Yeah, you have always been a warrior woman, and I, I am happy to hear that you have the uh, uh, the party in your pants back. I think that's <laughs> right. We got a party. We got a party. We got a party in our pants. <laughs> Get the party in your pants back. Yeah. Um, you know what? Speaking of the professional party in your pants being back, so this has led to COVID lockdown. There are surprising silver linings, right? The, the surprising yeah. result of everybody, you know, in the pandemic mm-hmm. needing to watch, you know, looking for more and more stuff to watch. Your hilarious 1998 spoof, Desperation Boulevard, where you play a former child star who tries to get her career back in Hollywood, which is hilarious yeah. it stars among other people michelle lerner that's mrs walton right mm-hmm. michael lerner michael no lerner. michael lerner right but um michael lerner the uh he's double uh academy award nominated he was in barton fink you know, oh okay that michael yes. lerner yeah right. michael lerner. But i can see how you would get confused i was yeah. thinking of the other okay lerner but because it's a who's who of you have weird al burt ward batman former child stars ken osmond from leave it to beaver uh dana plato from different strokes aaron moran from yeah. uh, happy days mm-hmm. it's like a who's who of Child stars, right? Yeah, it, it was such a, listen, I am so happy that we, we, we do this card scene together where we're all, we eat, we each want to find out from one another what they're doing and we don't want to tell each other because we don't want them to get our work, you right. know? <laughs> so, so it's really funny and, and I'm so, I, I worked a lot with Erin, uh, she was a doll and yeah, I love them all and God bless them because, you know, some of them, as you know, Ken, Erin and Dana are no longer with us, yeah. but I'm so happy that I have them. Yeah. On, you know. Yeah, and you going. can get it on Amazon, by the way. But yes. um, but anyway, I just thought it's so interesting how you know we've just been in lockdown for two years, and that people just rediscovered that, and it's always been this hilarious. Uh, oh well, yeah, you know that. Yeah, that's. A, I mean, I'm not trying to, but yeah, thank goodness. Yeah, Amazon Prime has it. You can just rent it for 
you can and watch for right. 24 hours i think if you run it it's 290 $2.90 yeah there you go and that's all your childhood stars um well honey bun so what and what's going on with uh, I, I mean obviously we've all been you know can we do live oh. can we not do live obviously you know you being going through what you're going through it's add another layer of that but what i mean yeah. how are you feeling about the live business if you know hopefully you know, knock on wood, they're saying that this our numbers are way down and we're hoping yeah. that we're over the worst of this. So. Well, I just don't want to get on a plane because everybody's yeah. beating up the poor flight attendants. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to tell those pigs to stop. Uh, what is going on? You know, I know. People, it's horrible. I had to so, fly to see my mom and I tell every single one of them, I'm like, if you have any trouble, I got your back. And I'm like, thank you for everything oh, you do. And I'm so sorry. People are being jerks to you. Isn't it horrible? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I hope, you know, on your flights, you didn't have any problems. No, no. I, no, because yeah, I'm but... clearly, I was, I was ready to go, Jody. No, you know, no rings, no, no, rings, shoes. no shoes. I was ready to, yeah. Um, so I don't, because all I'm saying is I just, I want to see you live again because I remember seeing you live a million years ago and you're just, you're the goddess. What else can we say about that? <laughs> you are well, a, a constant party in mm-hmm. my pants for years oh, now. Oh, goody. <laughs> Uh, well, honey, yeah, love and, you. And we've linked to her video, yeah, uh, her YouTube video, yeah. Kicking Cancer's Ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She is uh, the oh. woman, the myth, the legend. We love you, Judy Tenuta. Come, come in any time. All right. Oh, thank you. Keep kicking its ass. We love you. Keep kicking it. Yeah. yeah. There she goes. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Jamie Harrison of the DNC is here. (laughs) Good morning, sir. Good morning, Stephanie. How are you? I'm good. I have to out you personally about something. Uh Uh-oh. When I had to fly home because my 99-year-old mom with Alzheimer's got pneumonia and fell and hit her head and we had to reschedule you texted me personally and i don't know if you know but my dog's name is jamie and you just said this is jamie just want want to know if there's anything i can do i was like did you grow opposable thumbs (laughs) (laughs) who is this (laughs) and you you, i said i'm sorry i don't know who this is and you said jamie harrison chair of the tnc and i was like wow i said i'm an even bigger fan now but that was very very kind of you to reach out personally well, Stephanie, family is everything. Uh, it's everything to me, and I'm I'm sure that's the you feel the same way. So, uh, yeah. hope she's she's being she's feeling better. Well, yeah, thank you so much, uh, Chairman. You know, I have to say though, that's exactly what I think we have to articulate for the midterms, and you have been articulating is you know, if you want help for your family, I mean, I keep saying this. I just you know, I'm sort of like just been saying it spontaneously, but because I know I'm seen as partisan, but I'm like you know. If you want a child tax credit, if you want your insulin at 35 bucks, if you want help, you got to vote for all Democrats. If you want That's sensible, exactly right. if you want your kids safe in school, if, if you want gun safety, you got to vote for Democrats. Just period, right? 
Just period. And the Republicans have demonstrated to us that they don't give a damn. They really don't. The only thing that they focus on right now is power. That's the only thing that they're focused on. That, that there's no core conviction there. And that's why I, I'm, I'm like a broken record. This party, this party of Trump, is a party built on fraud. It's built on fear. It's built on fascism. Yeah. And we cannot allow it. We cannot allow it to go on. I, I feel like this lady had some thoughts you might be interested in. I just, I don't know if you knew, you recognize her. She might have been a good president. But, they but. will do nothing to invest in our schools or make college more affordable. They'll ban books, but do nothing about guns. They'll make it harder for people to vote, but easier for big corporations to bust unions. They'll let polluters trash our environment and let Donald Trump trash our democracy. That's why I intend to work my heart out to elect Democrats up and down the ticket this November. Wow, that was pretty well said, huh? Uh, She knocked it out of the park. She knocked it out of the park. She spoke to, uh, I think, the fears and frustrations that many of us have, that even I have, you know, as chair of the DNC, um, that that it's important that we all know that we have a part to play in this. Uh, you know, we got a lot of folks out there. Where I wish somebody would do something. I would, well, you know what? Jesse Jackson said, I am somebody. We are somebodies. Uh, and we all have a role to play to push back against us and to educate and communicate uh, who the Republican Party is. And what we are fighting for, because that's the thing, you, get, you got to have both sides. We, people need to know what we believe in, what we are fighting for, what our values are. But we also need to demonstrate and show who the Republican Party is today. And again, it's a party built on fraud, fear and fascism. Yeah. And you take it right back to them. Kevin McCarthy tweeted, when Democrats and bureaucrats say kids are resilient, they're admitting they know what they're doing to kids is harmful because they're counting on kids to be OK anyway. And you just said your new interest in kids is intriguing. So why didn't you support child tax credit extension, money to open schools in ARP, reauthorization of Violence Against Women Act, efforts to keep guns out of schools, child care relief, universal pre-K. Oh, but you like Dr. Seuss. Um, I mean, that's really it. They don't vote for anything. And yet, you know, we're told, Jamie, and I'm sure you hear it all the time, that, oh, Glenn Youngkin won in uh, Virginia because, of you know, you got to be careful of angry parents in in this cycle. I mean, you just listed all the things Democrats are doing for children and for schools. What are Republicans doing? But they're not doing anything. And, and what they're trying to do is demonize, te- demonize teachers right now. Mm-hmm. Stephanie, just think about this. In every single American, every person that I know can think of that one or two teachers that had that impact on their life, yep. that did something special, that saw something in them when nobody else did, yep. that was there for them in a time of need. Teachers are, uh, as someone who taught in the classroom for for a year, ninth grade social studies, teachers don't get the respect. They don't get the pay. Uh, It's a hard, hard job. But, you know, some teachers even give their lives for their students. Uh, Look at what the teachers did in some of these uh, schools where we had gun violence. Um, And they believe in our kids. They don't deserve to have a political party demonize them, beat them down to, to put uh, video cameras in their classrooms. It's hard enough. And if they push too far, you are going to see the next crisis in this country that is going to be caused by the Republican Party, where you see a whole cadre of teachers say enough is enough. I'm packing up. I love these kids, but I am not going to tolerate 
the attacks coming from a Republican Party. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think that all of us, you know, COVID fatigue is real, obviously, yeah. after two years yeah. of this. So, you know, what what do you make of that? Because, again, you know, we look at any barometer, whether it's of the economy or what the president has done on COVID vaccinations to, you know, and it, it, knock on wood, it appears we're going to be in a much different place by fall with COVID. So how, what are you feeling about that issue? Because I, I personally feel like it's too soon to be lifting all restrictions, given, you know, where we are with COVID right at the moment. But how, how are I mean, obviously, I think everyone acknowledges this is political now. It's not just yeah. science. Well, listen, I, I think partly COVID is has been sort of the wet blanket uh, in terms of holding down not only uh, aspects of the economy, but also impacting how people feel about where things are right now. Uh, I think as soon as we come out of COVID more, I, I think we will see uh, you know, the president's approval numbers go up. I think you will yeah. see the congressional races not be as competitive because then people will focus on the Republican Party for who they really are. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think we still have to just be vigilant. And one of the things I, I'm looking forward to hearing in the president's speech is him just addressing COVID in, in, in only the way that Joe Biden can, yeah. in an empathetic, heartfelt manner. That, you know, folks are still struggling. If you're a parent of a young child under, under five, it is still very, very hard. How do you protect your babies? How do you keep them safe? Uh, because COVID's still out there. And so uh, I think he'll be able to talk to that. And, you know, I think at this point, the American people just need, need to hear from the president that you, it's going to be okay. Yeah. And I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure it is. Yeah. Well, you know, and Chairman, I feel like I've never been in a period, at least in my life, where, I, I, you know, you're saying it just flat out about what today's GOP is. But I keep saying it is un-American. They're just they, un-American. They, they root for Vladimir Putin and Russia. They root for uh, COVID. They put out constant COVID misinformation and vaccine misinformation. They root for you know some Canadian co- truckers to come here and clog our own to to shut down our supply chains in Detroit and elsewhere. Anything they perceive as bad for Biden or Democrats, and it, it unfortunately happens to be bad for America. Everything they root for. Stephanie, I have never seen a political party root against America more than I have seen with this Republican Party in every aspect. And you just laid it out in terms of the economy. I mean, just think about the, the other day. It was so funny watching Fox News, which is, you know, the, the extension of the RNC's communications team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and at the announcements of the job announcements in uh, in January. And how they were giddy with anticipation to see lower numbers so that they could say, see, Joe Biden, oh, he, he's not doing that. And to see their mouths just drop yeah. when those numbers came out. Yeah. It, it, it was such joy for me. Yeah. Um, because this is the thing. You can root against America, but you're always going to be you're always going to lose. Yeah. Because this country is resilient. This yeah. country is strong. Well, and I know the Republicans like to think of, of America as some brittle thing that is about to break and try to gin up that fear. But America is strong because she is diverse, because uh, we bring all of those experiences to bear. And she's strong enough for all of us. Yeah. I believe that to the core of who I am. Exactly. Well, exactly. You tweeted Republicans will talk to their blue in the face about inflation when it's time to actually show up and do the work to lower prices for families. They're all uh, 
Mm-hmm. You said Senator Tester's 100% correct. The GOP will talk about inflation, yet when it comes time to do something about it, they're MIA, they don't show up. I guess you can't expect much from a party built on fraud, fear, and fascism. I mean, from not showing up to vote for Fed nominees to, again, rooting. I mean, they're happy that this highway was clogged and that, you know, plants had to shut down in Detroit. I, I mean, and then they'll blame the supply chain problems from that on President Biden. I mean, it, it's... Um, just, and, and then and then they'll try to take credit for the, the infrastructure improvements and all of the other things that President Biden got done that they voted no against. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's so funny that it, during the 80s, particularly, you know, when they created this whole moniker of the welfare queens and this and that, these yeah. people who are sitting on um, the government's largest and not doing anything, they must have been projecting about themselves. Because this is a party that doesn't do a damn thing, but collects those uh, federal paychecks every two weeks. Uh, but they vote no. They don't attend their committee meetings. They don't do anything for the constituents. They go to a lot of shrimp and cocktail parties yeah. and go golfing with the president in Mar-a-Lago. But they don't do a damn thing for the people that they represent. And it's time for the people to stand up and say enough is enough. We're going to send you home, give you that permanent vacation you deserve. Uh, and put bring to Washington, D.C. some people who are actually going to work and fight for us. Yeah. Chairman, I hope we're going to call out in every district where Republicans are taking credit for things they didn't vote for, whether it's, you know, infrastructure or COVID relief, the, the reason why the economy is doing as well as it is. I, I've Stephanie, I've asked, uh, I just met with uh, all of the state party chairs uh, last weekend. Uh, they were convened in New York. And one of the things I requested of them, is develop some Democratic truth squads uh, so that all of these groundbreakings and ribbon cuttings, they send Democratic volunteers there with their signs and everything else to make sure that these Republicans do not take credit for something that they did not do. And that's really, really important. So we're going to encourage and try to support our state parties as much as possible because they're on the ground uh, and they know these events and when they're happening and all to make sure that we're out in front. And the DNCs, uh, we've been hitting them hard on the digital front. But uh, let's see some billboards up. Let's yeah. let's call them out for who they are. Yeah. And uh, I like what you said. It re- you know, reminds me of another successful chair, uh, Howard Dean, with the 50 state strategy. You say Democrats can win in red states. That's why we've created the Red State Fund, which gives our party the resources it needs to organize and mobilize right. folks in traditionally red areas all year long. As I've heard many times, Texas and Georgia aren't red states. They've been voter suppression states. Yes. So I think <laughs> the big, people's biggest concern, Chairman, is what, how... How are we fighting these voter suppression laws? Because you're already hearing the, the stories out of Texas and elsewhere about how these laws are working exactly as they're intended and rejecting all these mail-in ballots, et cetera. What, what they can, are. Yeah, go ahead. So, so, you know, Stephen, we put $25 million into our I Will Vote initiative, which is really the largest voter protection effort that we've ever done at the DNC in, in our history. Uh, and that's coupled with $23 million that we're pouring into all of our state parties over the course of the next few uh, few years and make sure that they have the capacity. But why, why we were trying to do this is because we knew that we didn't know what was going to happen in the Senate, whether or not we were going to be able to do something in the next enact something. So, you know, in, in the, the vein of controlling what you can control, it is we can put capacity in states uh, to put voter protection staff there right now to learn about the, the laws, to help state parties and the state legislatures push back against these laws, and then to make sure that folks are educated about the laws and how they have changed and how they may impact them at the ballot box. So in our 
13 battleground states that we're looking at, we already have voter protection staff on the ground right now that's working with our state parties hand in glove so that we have a big, robust voter protection education program, uh, a, a registration program, and then a get them to the polls and protect them once they get their program as well. And so that's going on right now. And I know a lot of people are frustrated. Listen, I am too. A lot of people saying, well, what's going on? There's a lot going on under the radar um, uh, that folks may not know about, but the infrastructure is being built and has been built in order to protect people when we get them to the polls in November. Do you, I, I think I asked you this last time, but do you feel like there are any parts even of voting rights or Build Back Better that are going to get done before the midterms? You know, I just had Amy Klobuchar on my podcast, um, and we talked about this. You know, she's been one of the leaders in the Senate uh, on the voting rights bill. She believes in this uh, Electoral Count Act uh, provision. They may be able to pull off a few aspects of the John Lewis Voting Rights Act and, and inc- incorporate that into into that. Uh, but the, the, the overall bill, I, I, at this point, unless we can find some carve out or some way around the filibuster, we don't see that overall bill. And that's why it's just so important for us to add, you know, at least two more Senate yeah. seats mm-hmm. uh, uh, in 2022. And, and, and we have we're some, working hard to do that. We have some very good, you know, Val Demings. Very we, good. we love oh, with yes. the heat of a thousand white hot suns here on the Stephanie Miller show. Tim Ryan, I think, is a very strong candidate very for good. Ohio. I mean, we really it's not unrealistic, is it, to think? We uh, not unrealistic. And you're going to see I believe you're going to see some emerging races. Uh, you know, if Green wins in Missouri, I think that gives Democrats a really good chance to yeah. pull out a, a big upset in Missouri. But you also have uh, North Carolina, Sherry Beasley, first African-American woman, uh, on Chief Supreme Court Justice, uh, you know Pennsylvania, uh, Wisconsin, another great opportunity. Ron Johnson is, is you know cuckoo yeah. for cocoa puffs. <laughs> yes. So you know we, it, it's a great opportunity for us to pick up that seat. Um, you, you know I, I'm I'm feeling really bullish yeah. that I believe not only will we hold the Senate, but that we can actually pick up some votes in the United States Senate so that we can make the modifications that are so necessary. Two more thoughts for you. Governor Beto O'Rourke, Governor Stacey Abrams. (laughs) Oh, that's like music to my ears. (laughs) Uh, You know, Beto and Stacey are the best of the best. I I don't know two better campaigners, uh, two people who are more vigilant in terms of reaching out to the grassroots and empowering them, making sure uh, that they are speaking truth to power. And so, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to doing everything that we can yeah. to help uh, Beto and Stacey in, in their efforts. We need and, them as yes. governors. And yep. by the way, speaking of the public mood and COVID, I really hope the president addresses getting boosted and getting your kids vaccinated. I yes. feel like, you know, we're really at this critical turning point where we're, our death rate is still really high you know COVID is coming down but it's why it's so important i think that we you know this is our fifth wave and i just unfortunately we don't have another party that wants to help we have another party that is pro-covid basically that wants whatever is bad for joe biden you know and so it's that that's a a tough spot to be in but but you are doing the lord's work as i as i texted you (laughs) and we appreciate you always taking time for us and I didn't of know course. you had a podcast. Looking forward to coming back. I didn't know you had a podcast. I, do you think at this point, literally every human has a podcast? Because I think, <laughs> I think they do. So. I think so. I think so. I, I, at, at this point, uh, you know, my son has started talking about, uh, he's seven. 
uh, doing his own podcast. Oh, he's late. About, he's late. Now oh, he's, he's oh, never yeah. going to catch up in the podcast. Oh, no. I know. It, it'll be about Legos and Pokemon and yeah. now Dragon Ball Z. Uh, I'm in. And, and, how, and how he beats his dad at all of it. So. I'm in. I'm in. I, I, I sense a million downloads on the first one. All right. Thank, thank you, Chairman. Thank you, Stephanie. All right. Take care.